and you're saying, I think that that's been my life, a life where I'm like a footpath and the soil of my life is just like a footpath. That doesn't mean you have to stay that way. That does not mean that that's how your heart has to say. And that's what we're talking about this week is choose now to say, God, that's what I've been. That's what I've allowed to happen in my soil. I'm going to choose something different. Give me eyes to see you. Give me ears to hear your word and help me to have good soil in my heart. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. All this week, we're looking at the parable called The Sower Sows the Word that Jesus says, If they don't understand this parable, they won't understand all of his parables. So each day this week, we will be looking at one of each of the areas discussed in this parable. Now remember, like we discussed yesterday as we read the scripture, when we talk about the farmer, we are talking about Jesus. And the seeds are the words of God. And where the seed falls or is planted is the soil of our lives. Now, the scripture is taken from Matthew 13 and Mark 4. Listen and understand. A farmer went out to plant some seed. As he scattered it across his field, some of the seed fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate it. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Then Jesus said to them, If you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all the other parables? Now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. The seeds that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. So remember that we're talking about the soil of our lives, our spirits, our hearts, who we are. So if the soil of our life is like a footpath where everyone gets to walk, trampled, eaten by birds, could that possibly mean that you are presenting the soil of your life like it's just a common thing? Like it isn't precious. You are offering soil to God that you would offer to anyone or anything else. I think of the parable of the treasure and the pearl of great price. Where Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again and then in his joy went and sold all that he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. So this merchant, he knew its value, its worth. I think that if you don't consider the soil and fields of your life as something valuable, a treasure, then your soil becomes common. You will become a footpath where no understanding of the things of heaven and the things of the spiritual will ever happen in your life. And says the evil one doesn't even, he doesn't even have to work hard to deceive you. 
to steal those seeds of life back out of your life. He just comes and gobbles them up like the birds. They don't even take a little bit of root. They're on this path where just everyone comes in. You, The whole axis of the world is all around you. And that's what your life has become, just sort of this common soil where even the evil one can just come in and snatch away the words. And I don't want that. I don't want to have common soil. I want the soil of my life. I want to regard it like God regards it. It is precious soil. This is soil that when it's good, it produces amazing crops. That's what I want. So I think the first thing you need to ask yourself sometimes is, do I even see the value of my life, of the soil of my life? That's a good point, Joe. Like I never thought about that either. It's funny how all these scriptures we've read our whole lives, but each time you present the scripture, it's fresh and new. I've, I've learned so much just through our series here. Wouldn't you characterize the common age as the footpath? Like, doesn't it seem to? So remember that scripture that Jesus said in, in the last days, there'll be much learning, but yeah. no understanding. Right. They're always learning, but not understanding. Sea keeps getting thrown and it's just landing all over the footpath, but nothing's knowledge happening is, with it. Knowledge has increased exponentially. We have the almost the whole world at our fingertips with our cell phones and tablets and laptops, everything else. And yet, where's the wisdom? There's where's no the wisdom. spiritual no growth? Yes. At least with the other categories of soil, there's complexity, there's nuance. Like you said, the devil's got to work. Yeah. Yeah. It like maybe takes a temporary route, but this one is the easiest, most docile, most trodden down type of a culture that the enemy can just freely snatch away anything that God tries to do in someone's life. And I think that we're headed more towards this as a culture of just being a footpath of soil, common, trodden down, uh, nothing at all of value to it. It's just compacted. It's like a seed. If a seed falls on a path, it doesn't do anything. It just sits there wide open for a bird to come by and just snatch it up or to be trampled underfoot, anything. It can't even take a root. There's nothing for it. This is the worst type of soil. And our whole culture, if you think about it, is set up to develop this type of soil. We're, we're anesthetizing our, our minds and our souls and our spirits from anything that God would have us do, we can just be entertained 24 hours a day in type in a vegetative type state with our entertainment type culture that's at our fingertips. We can binge watch shows for a week if we felt like it and not even, you know, that probably make, longer. <laughs> yeah. If you were on unemployment, you could just literally sit on your couch or in your bed and watch TV endlessly and just have food delivered to you. <laughs> I mean, and you know what? God can't do anything with that because you're yeah. a footpath. Yeah. That Everything is, has access to your life at that point. <laughs> right. You're literally just being imprinted with whatever is coming by. And when you're accessing it through this portal of a phone or tablet or TV screen or computer, that's all just imprinting upon you. That's just, that's who you have become at that point. And it can blow you with the wind. It's not even being double-minded, like James talks about a double-minded man tossed to and fro by the, the doctrines no, and the things of the world. It just lays there and just gets run over, eaten up. It doesn't even have a mind. This type of a person is, and this is not- Spiritual uh, mind, I, doesn't have yeah. a spiritual mind, yeah. This is a cultural thing that we're talking about that I think that is why the enemy is trying to make our culture like that. It's easy for him. So easy. 
Wow. I've never thought And about that. I'll tell you too, like as somebody who lives in the country and I feed all the wildlife out here and I love the birds, but they actually watch for me now. Mm-hmm. So I go out and I sow my seeds. I throw them on the ground for the ground doves. I put them in the feeder for the chickadees and the birds watch for me. The seeds don't even get out of my hands before they're there to snatch them up. So remember Mm -hmm. that in this parable, Jesus is comparing these birds to the evil one. And, you know, we don't like to talk about that too often just because we don't want to give a lot of time to the evil one. But there's something to this that he mentions it because it gets to the point where they're right there. He's right there waiting. He knows. He knows when you're hearing a little bit of word from a friend. He knows when you're maybe reading a passage on your social media from the scriptures. You know, he knows when you're encountering those little bits of seed that come into your life and he is right there waiting for them to come so he can just snatch them away. And so this first part of this is you need to decide, do you consider the soil of your life valuable enough to break away from the footpath, break away from that commonality that the world has put us into these days. Now, this brings up a good point. How many times have you heard someone pray, Lord, I pray that those seeds planted in their heart would bear fruit. How do they bear fruit if they never even? Right. Yeah. I've heard that prayer thousands. I've prayed that prayer hundreds of times over my life. Lord, would you bring those seeds that were planted 20 years ago when they heard the gospel. But if you go by this scripture, is that a real prayer? Well, we might have to adjust that prayer a little bit. God, open their eyes to see their soil. Mm -hmm. Give them eyes to see the type of soil that they have. And I would probably rather pray at that point, someone who's possibly been exposed to the gospel message maybe years ago, never really responded. I wouldn't pray that those seeds would bear fruit at this point. I would pray more what Jesus said to pray, send forth laborers into the harvest, send forth laborers unto them to speak the word, a fresh word. And then I'd also pray, give them an understanding heart, give them ears to hear, eyes to see, so that when the laborer is confronted with the seeds and the sower to sow into their life, that they would have good ground. Those are things I think you could pray. I don't and know, maybe stand against the enemy. You and know, you battle against pray, pray against the enemy to, yeah. and rebuke him from coming and stealing the word. According to this scripture, if they've never had an understanding heart, and even though they've been exposed to the gospel message, you can't, I don't think you can necessarily pray with effectiveness that that will work. It's almost like, may those words spoken 20 years ago do the work that I'm not willing to do today. <laughs> right. I'm not willing to go share a fresh word with them or share the gospel again, but I'm willing to pray on my own time that maybe this gospel message from 20 years ago will work on somebody. I've heard, I'm telling you, uh, maybe you've never heard that, but I've heard that many, many, many times over the years. So as good sowers, we're going to be a part of what Jesus is doing. Then uh, maybe it's time to get out there and sow some fresh words. Yeah. So remember, Jesus said he's the farmer, right? Is a farmer sow one crop in his life? No, every season for his whole life, when he until he's on this earth, he's going to sow new seed. Yeah. So Jesus is always going to be sowing new seed. There's always a new crop, always a new season. And so I think we need to respond to the Lord of what is God sowing this season? What is God doing? What are his purposes? 
what crop does God want to harvest, not only in our own lives, but in the ministry that he's placed around us? What's God's timing? I think that's important too, that if Jesus is a farmer, he's continually planting, then we need to say, well, how are we going to help him in this new season that he's that we're entering into you know and also i think for anyone who's listening who maybe you're not identifying with the sower quite yet but you're on the other side and you're saying i think that that's been my life a life where i'm like a footpath the soil of my life is just like a footpath that doesn't mean you have to stay that way that does not mean that that's how your heart has to say. And that's what we're talking about this week is choose now to say, God, that's what I've been. That's what I've allowed to happen in my soil. I'm going to choose something different. Give me eyes to see you. Give me ears to hear your word and help me to have good soil in my heart. Well, today we pray over your spiritual eyes and ears that they would be open to see and hear that the soil of your life is valuable. It's precious. That if it's protected and cultivated, can grow and produce an amazing harvest of God's promises in your life. That you would hear the words of Jesus and believe them today. So go with God into your day. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website. I will be your church.com to learn more about us. Check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.